Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Lauren Angle of Sidewalk Talk today. I'm here with Devin Hayes. What's up, yo? <laughs> we out here. It's a beautiful day. All smiles. Yeah, so true. <laughs> so you're born in Springfield. Springfield, Illinois. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. Well, it's not really middle of nowhere, but like there's just tons of crops, agriculture, and and like the famous Abraham Lincoln sites, you know. So uh, not too much to do there. Are um, your parents from there as well? My parents? Yeah. Yeah, they're back in Illinois still right now. I'm trying but to they're get them... from there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so like all your family's yeah, in Illinois. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm out here on my own. Like I hope Damn. to like um, one day like move my sister and like my parents and like my family out here. Like get my grandma out of retirement. Like she deserves to retire. Like I love my grandma so much and I just want to get out here. Anyways, besides the fact, <laughs> I'm from Illinois. <laughs> what do your parents do? My parents work for the state. My mom is a dentist office manager and my dad works for the public health oh he does like video creations and stuff but like without them i wouldn't have like the talent i have because my dad he grew up um he's like a rock a, star right yeah he's playing <laughs> in a band and um uh like right now he's still like in a band himself he just started one up with his with his old friends it's called deja voodoo <laughs> good one dad but my mom grew up as a a print model she did like a lot of magazines oh. and stuff so Thank you, mom and dad, for your uh, your looks and your <laughs> that and the talent. I appreciate it. it helps. <laughs> and then, did he teach you like guitar growing up and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, my dad actually was like. I mean, I looked up to my dad, and I was doing school plays and stuff, whatever I could do to feel like a rock star, like my dad was back in the day. And yeah, everything. didn't he do like High School Musical? Yeah, yeah. You did, re- you did your research, girl. Yeah, Troy? I, was, I was Troy Bolton in High School Musical. It was literally a dream of mine to, to be. Um, but yeah, like doing school plays, I loved being in front of the crowds and the adrenaline was great. And then my dad was like, um, I don't know, start playing the guitar, pick up the guitar or whatever, because I'd watch him play and I'd watch him play the piano. And I'm like, let's do some lessons. So I got into guitar lessons for about four or five years stopped after then and kind of just self-taught myself as I like moved on um I was a percussionist in my school uh so like I was the drummer and stuff and I was in a marching band oh, really? everything around music theater whatever it was <laughs> and then like one day in like freshman year um I found this site called you now you know the live broadcasting site mm-hmm. yeah I got on there I started like being myself and doing these like entertaining things I guess and Next thing you know, my social media accounts are like growing like crazy, and um, I start hitting up all these companies for shows, and it was just a a lot in such a short time, you know? Yeah. What kind of music were your parents playing in the house when you were growing up? Uh, Rock, for sure. My dad took me to a lot of rock concerts, like Three Days Grace, Shine Down, Um, Lifehouse, that's a good one. Me and my dad's songs, You and Me by Lifehouse, I love that song. Um, So I grew up like with rock music. I, actually, my dad gave me his his old um, like iPod or whatever, and it had all the songs that he had, like Craig David, um, Lifehouse, all those those bands, and I would listen to that every day, like on the way to school, and completely be in love with it. And that like actually grew me to start my first band in sixth grade. Oh, like an indie, like what, like a cover band, or did you write like, your own music? It, it was funny because it wasn't like a real band, but like I just wanted to be in a band and say I was in a band, so I went to like a Coles and picked up a bunch of shirts that had like drums and like guitars on it and gave it to my best friends and said we're a band like you remember the name i don't remember the name i wish i wish i did we were totally like a posse like back in um 
elementary school. <laughs> it was great. It was great stuff. How else would you describe your personality back then? Very crazy. I was a very weird kid. I was a very different kid. Um, I got bullied a lot for it. Uh, I didn't have a lot of friends for it. But like one thing that I, I'm kind of proud of myself for, for doing is just sticking and staying true to myself. Because um, like that's the most important thing that you can do in your life, especially growing up at that age because like that age you're vulnerable to anything that like your brain will will learn stuff and you might become that way or it's just you're just very vulnerable that age and it's it's really good to know to like stick to yourself and, and be yourself and I was always a weird kid that styled his hair or wore skinny jeans because like all that stuff was new you know because mm. I looked up to Justin Bieber or Rock oh, yeah, or whatever it was yeah. yeah I had the Bieber hair like you know did the, did the hair flip or whatever <laughs> those were the cringy days but I'm still thankful that that you know I stayed true to who yeah. I was and, and to what I wanted to do in life because, like, I don't know, it taught me a lot. Because, like, now look where I am. Like, I'm in L.A. This is my dream. So I yeah. just moved out here three months ago. <laughs> I could not be more blessed. And it's all because of God and my family. So thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. Did you like school? Like, were you good at it? Did your yeah, parents push I was. you? Yeah, I was. Um, they pushed me really hard. Um, like, I even had to put up my phone at, like, eight o'clock every night like in the room turn it off and whatnot like just so I can study and, and everything. Oh wow. Um, I got a 3.7 GPA in high school. Wasn't the best tester but um, I knew how to get by like you find those like really smart best friends and they'll kind of like hit you up with some homework answers and stuff. <laughs> so like I knew how to get by but I was also a, a smart kid growing up. Mm. Outside of the creative subjects did you like any other subjects? Um, yeah I mean I loved basketball. Um, I played every sport, um, like even golf <laughs> and bowling. <laughs> like I did a league when I was when I was oh, small wow. or yeah, small, younger. Yeah. Um, my dad, my dad was a really good bowler, so I wanted to be him. Um, you can tell, like my dad's like my number one, like. It's like your mentor, who I look up life to. coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody that's more inspirational, it's just like it's my dad. Um, yeah. I don't know. I like sports. I wasn't very good at them, just because I was like that uh, kind of feminine kid. <laughs> you know, like the theater. You know. Uh, band geek, whatever it was, um, it just looked weird when I stepped out in the field. <laughs> like, um, yeah, sports, uh, just hanging out with friends. Oh, I started YouTube at age 11. Yeah, you did skits, right? Yeah, I did skits <laughs> with my my friends or my friend Connor. Shout out to Connor. We had this, did, did this thing called Twin Comedy. It was our own little YouTube show. Um, funny stuff. And my first ever YouTube video was a tech deck video. Remember tech decks? No, what's that? <laughs> you know what a tech decks like the. Um, the little toys that are skateboards that you play with oh, your fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I started doing business. Like, I love, like, the entrepreneurship side of things and everything. Um, at, like, age 13, I went to Walmart and I noticed that all the fooies, remember the fooie erasers with the ears? They're colorful and stuff? No, <laughs> okay. Well, so it was much. popping it at my school. It in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> it was popping at my school. And, um, Everybody wanted them, and I saw they were on sale at Walmart, and I bought them all. I bought so many packages, oh, wow. and I started selling them at school, like making profits and stuff. And then I remember having to go to the principal's office, like you name it, like Fooies, Tech Decks, Jolly Ranchers. Like I was the guy to go to for like the plug. I was the plug back in like <laughs> sixth grade. So, yeah, <laughs> just a lot of different things that was kind of creative. To yeah, me. at that point, did you always know from the onset that you wanted to get into music? I didn't. Um, I remember one point in my life where I was very stressed out about what I wanted to do with my life. And I think that was like senior year right before the TV show Boy Band happened. Mm. Um, I'm like, do I, am I passionate enough about music, about like 
artistry to, to like push that, go to LA and invest my money and time into that? Or do I just go to college, um, try out like film, photography, whatever it is. Um, I just love the entertainment business in general, but I just like didn't know what I wanted to do. And then after the TV show happened, it completely changed my life and um, restained, co or re restained, oh what? What's the word for it? Uh, restored, sorry. Oh, Brain yeah. fart. Brain fart there. Um, it completely restored confidence and hope in myself that I could do um, artistry and, and being a solo artist and, and stuff like that. It was so, just a lot yeah. of fun and I just completely fell in love with the music and the ability to like manifest everything about a song when it plays and like now I even produce music for other people right now. So that's kind of like a little side hustle. Oh, yeah. wow. So, did, yeah. so how did you even randomly think of you now? Like, was it just trending on that page? No, it's, have... it's funny because you remember, um, do you know MadCon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was going on and I saw everybody like blowing up from Vine and making funny videos. And I was like, I've been doing that since I was like, what, 10, 11, you know, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I was like, why not? So I hopped on Vine. Um, I noticed like one of the boys, like Carter Reynolds, actually lives at my place, we're, we're homies, but <laughs> Carter Reynolds, I saw him go live on that You Now thing, and I was like, what is this? And I was watching him, and he had like 3,000 people watching him, and wow. and just like liking him up and following his pages, and I was like, all right, might as well do the same thing. So I got on right right then and there, it was like 9 p.m., I had like six viewers, but they like all loved me <laughs> and became my fans, and then every day after school, I'd go home and just broadcast and grow my audience. Wow. So, so how many hours per day were you doing it? Like, it was very intensive. It's very yeah, intensive, I know. It is. It was probably like, reached to the point where I couldn't study or do homework. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, like, right after school, I'd come home and like broadcast for like four hours straight until like it's ready to go to, ready to, go to bed or whatever. But And you were I also mean, earning money from it, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. for sure. Oh my god, you had so many hustles back exactly. then. Exactly. Like, like, even it was like, just... realizing that, like an actual <laughs> job that you clock in. No, no, I felt very grateful and blessed to be able to like make money at such a young age um, for like, like being self-employed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it was a, a lot of fun, but like once you like have to start learning about taxes and stuff, that's not the fun part. <laughs> but it was just all about building like my empire and building my brand and and just getting this money so I could reinvest it into myself and what I love doing and that's creating music for others and to connect with them and make them feel some sort of way through it, you know. Mm -hmm. And then did the TV show scout you from you now or? You know uh, the TV the TV show scouted me from like YouTube and Twitter and stuff. Oh. This was last year, so it was actually like really recent. Oh, so you put like continued to put effort into your right. YouTube even with the you now. Right. right. Um, I don't know. A lot of my activity and stuff was going down. I wasn't really passionate about it too much anymore, just because it's such a populated industry and stuff. And um, I was about to give up, and then like next thing you know, I found an email from a scout saying like, "Yo, I'm an ABC scout, and we're doing." Uh, a TV show called Boy Band, you want to be on it, blah, 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 or like you want to go through auditions. So like I did a few auditions on Skype and then like two or three weeks time, I'm signing these huge amounts of contracts to get on the oh show. Oh my gosh. And then um, I didn't even think I was going to like, I didn't have confidence in myself. I didn't think I was going to get on it. I didn't think I was going to like go through the process, but I made it to episode eight out of 10. Yeah, top nine, so that's so good. That really like made me realize like I may have something and I should try it out, you know? Yeah. Cause like why not take chances right now what do i have to lose i'm 19 mm. years old and i don't know you can see the way my mind works yeah. it's just always running with with thoughts and feelings yeah and stuff. so and then there was a oh gosh oh wow oh my god <laughs> anyways um <laughs> whoa <laughs> that's so funny we're having fun out here on the sidewalk talk show <laughs> yeah 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 
good time. <laughs> Before the boy band thing, did you were you putting out original music? Like, did you? Yeah, I was putting out like singles and stuff. Um, so you produced, or did you have friends who made music so music with you? I have a couple producers that help me. Um, I write all my music and do like my melodies and stuff. Um, but just recently, I started producing my own music. Um, I'm just like I became really good at like make, mixing and editing my own vocals and stuff, and I oh, love wow. the process. And so I was like. I, I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, okay, well, I'm out here in LA. You know how expensive it is to live here. Like, food, rent, whatever it is. I was like, I got to find something that I can do as a job and, like, be happy and passionate about, you know? It's mm -hmm. like, that's, in the end, that's, that's what you need is happiness. So I was like, why not produce music for other people? And um, it's just, like, something I love doing. So, like, if I can, like, you know, make a living off of that and, and help others in doing that, like, that's a win-win. So, mm. yeah. For being on the show, you didn't really have, well, I guess you already have all those years of, like, a stage performance experience. Yeah, I did experience. have a lot of so experience. Just, but was it, dif like, different, difficult? It, or? <laughs> it was much different being on national <laughs> television. When you're up there performing live in front of millions of people with these huge cameras in your face, it's, uh, it's very nerve-wracking. I was never a nervous type of person, but, um... You could definitely say I was like shivering the whole time each performance. <laughs> like in my solo audition, you can see me like licking my lips because my mouth was so dry. Oh my gosh! I had to sing to Rita Ora. <laughs> like it was, it was a rush for sure. <laughs> Very happy about the outcome. Mm -hmm. Was it always in your mind that you could be like in a boy brand or like solo? Yeah. Like you knew that you could potentially do this. Yeah, Not the show, but like in general, be one of the members of a yeah, band. Yeah, for sure. Well, what's weird is like. You know why don't we? Yeah. The band. Um, a long time ago, like, I remember being hit up for that because they were all my friends. They still are my friends, oh. but we were all really close back then and we were on the same tour, like, doing the same touring and stuff. And they had that idea of, of creating a band and um, I just unfortunately didn't take that opportunity and, and now look. <laughs> but um, also, like, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I was at that audition in, in New York City with oh. Simon Cowell and, and Sony Music Group and everything and didn't get that and the next thing you know I'm on a boy band TV show like all these different types of boy bands I'm being put the put to the test to but never really completing that outcome or that mm -hmm. the conclusion so I don't know what God is saying or what life is saying um, through that like maybe you do fit in a boy band because I honestly love it I love having buds next to you and feeling comfortable on stage and and singing together and being creative through that. So who knows, maybe in the future another boy band thing will come up. You never know. <laughs> yeah. But for now, right now, I just love like creating on my own and, and doing this on my own. It's a lot of fun, mm -hmm. but a lot of hard work being independent. So, yeah. yeah. And then, so after the show, you were still at home, right? Or were you? Yeah, I went back home. Yeah. Yep, I was out here for eight weeks staying in Burbank in a hotel. That was literally my home for three months during the show. How did um, you meet? Did, after the show, did like managers start reaching out to you, or did you already have managers yeah, at that point? Yeah, um, actually, I have never been managed in my life, or I've never had an agent. I just, oh, well. I just kind of do it all myself, and I mean that's a lot of stress and a lot of time. But like, I feel like I can be my own manager and um, push myself in the creative direction I want to go to. But um, it definitely opened up a lot of doors, a lot of opportunities, and because of that, like I've signed. I actually recent recently signed with modeling agencies and. Um, and stuff like that so like it just yeah it opened up a lot of doors and it got me a lot of scouts and people and connections that I still work with to this day mm. so yeah and then for like all your music videos <laughs> you found all the videographers yourself yeah um yeah. 
my music videos, uh, one of them, Nothing Else Matters, that was my best friend Sal, we used to tour together, um, and my recent one, Best Mistake, which is my new single, go check that out. Mm, best yeah, I have. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Quick plug, but um, I went on tour with Jake Miller recently. Yeah, and... I interviewed him also, he's awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I love Jake, it's like one of the most humble person, people I've ever met. Yeah. But, he had a videographer on his tour, and that I seem to really click with and really love, so, um, my boy Sterling, shout out to Sterling. He is an amazing director. He's an amazing um, film, filmographer, <laughs> cinematographer, whatever. <laughs> filmographer. My vocabulator is processing. <laughs> That's a word I, I made up. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, no. Um, through it all, you find connections and you find friends that will help you out. You know. And, and that's that's really good to be to have when you're independent. So. Mm -hmm. And how did you meet Carrington? I also interviewed her. Yeah, Carrington. Um, she's my ex-girlfriend of like <laughs> four or five years. Oh, so she's the one that the song's about. No. Oh, she's not? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I actually have a girlfriend right now. But <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, like four or five years ago, I met her at my first show ever out here in San Diego um, called Brayfest. And um, we became like best friends and like and whatnot and, and just linked back up when I moved out here and stuff. Oh. And she's a really good friend of mine and a really cool person. So yeah. thanks Yarrington for doing that. <laughs> Moving out to LA, I guess you already know a bunch of people here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over the years I mean you just build those friends. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah for sure. I moved in with um one of the people that did the show with me, his name is John Clausen and he was on the show and we became really good friends after the show and I moved in with him. Now he's my roommate. Oh <laughs> for sure. Now it feels like we're in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> Survivor. I'm a stranger. <laughs> For real. Oh, sorry. <laughs> How do you say your music has changed since the early songs you made? Oh my gosh, it's changed a lot. It's matured. It's um, just more in, into what I listen to in my direction. Um, I mean, my vocals get better like as each day passes, and that's something I always want to work on. Like, um, I don't know, just like every song. I put out is better than the last, and I like that kind of pr progress, you know? Mm. Um, I hope one day I can I can put one out there and it's going to be a hit, so. Yeah. Do it's always about, like, trial and error, you know? Yeah. See what works, see what doesn't, and finding your niche. So, I think I found mine. It's kind of like the inspirational, dreamy type of EDM pop mm -hmm. vibe. Yeah, so. I got a new song coming out, by the way. But September when? 30th, if you want to go. And, What's uh, inspiration? Inspiration is, is, it's really just about this concept of if you're in a bad place in your life, um, you don't like what you're doing, you don't want, like, like what you're going through, um, you can find that one person to get you out of that. Um, so it's like, if you want to go, like, you know, take my hand, we can fly away type stuff. You know? <laughs> a little cheesy, but no. It's just like an inspiration type of song. Mm -hmm. And then you've always had a religious upbringing, right, with your yes. parents? Yeah. Actually, um... I think the only religious person in my family is, is my grandma. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and um, that's why like I, I love her so much and everything because she's shed that light on me. And it's just like recently I started um, getting back into that and getting back oh. into God and, and praying, uh, praying to Him and just like standing by His side. You know, it's just mm -hmm. um, when I started doing that, it was like literally three weeks ago, like going back to church and and getting back into it and reading Bible verses. It, you just see like life change for like the better. What was the turning point that you wanted to get back into it? My girlfriend, actually. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, I, I met her like four weeks ago, or three weeks ago yeah. or something. And um, like from the very first day I met her, I was just like completely falling in love with her. And she influenced me. Because um, I've always, always had like this thought in the back of my mind, ooh, we're going through the jungle again. <laughs> I've always had this feeling in, 
in this um, faith in my heart that I should be more present with him and, and, and whatnot. And just like all my friends, they, they kind of don't believe in him and, and stuff like that. So it was a lot for me to kind of like say yeah, I do. Yeah, do you have like pressures? Yeah. Pressures? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it was. It felt like pressure. I felt like I, I had to be like them. Um, but Sydney just kind of opened that up in my heart. And I gave it a shot. I went to church with her like the next morning oh, wow. when I met her. And it was a crazy experience. I got goosebumps. I cried. And <gasps> it was just my life changed at that moment. So I, like, I thank her and I thank God for that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. How do you say I've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? I went through a lot of stages, as we all do. Life's a roller coaster. Um, I don't know, just growing up, I was a weird kid, right? You know, getting mm -hmm. bullied, whatever it was. Stay true to myself. And then... I remember one time in junior year, a lot of stuff was popping for me. Like I was going on tours, I was never at school. Um, my fathers were going up, I was getting paid and I started becoming like an asshole. Like, um, and I started like, oh gosh. I started thinking I was better than everyone and just being so self-conceited and, and selfish. And um, it took a while for me to realize what I was doing. Like hearing from other people of like I'd bully them like without me even knowing it just became second nature to me for some reason it totally just took me over but I remember one night I just like looked in the mirror and like asked myself do you like who you're becoming mm. and um I, obviously I didn't <laughs> so yeah. like from that moment like I changed I changed that I admitted to like how selfish I was being because I like I realized because I was lo losing friends and opportunities and oh. all these relationships through that and I had to like check myself for a second and I was really thankful that I did that for myself, I guess. Mm -hmm. And my parents brought that up and showed me like I was being disrespectful and everything. But I mean, I feel like we all go through some sort of phase where, I don't know, we feel, we'd be like a little selfish or, or whatnot. And I'm not saying it's an excuse, but it's really good to kind of uh, take a second look at that and, and change yourself, you know, for the better. So. Mm -hmm. um, I'm no longer that person. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I thank the people around me for, for keeping me grounded and, and, and humble. And, like, my best friend Luke, he got me out of this, this huge sadness after the show, after getting eliminated and, and stuff like that. And it takes those, like, sort of close people to, to help you grow and help you just be a better person. Yeah. My parents, you know, my best friends. It's, it's whoever you sur surround yourself with. Like, during that, that time in junior year, I was surrounding myself with my past bullies that now wanted to be friends with me you know and I let them because I didn't have any friends and it was just it was bad so always always like just positive influences only you know mm -hmm. if you feel like a friend is, is pushing you in the wrong direction definitely have to cut them off it's really important in life so yeah I love that I Other, feel like this is yeah. therapy time or lecture time <laughs> <laughs> with Devin <laughs> other than that what would you say have been your biggest challenges so far Getting over my failures, like, mm. you know, those boy bands, um, the TV show, whatever, whatever it is, like, failure to me back then was so, so scary and, and always put me down for, like, the longest time after, but I feel like your, your biggest accomplishment in life is when you're ready for failure and you're not scared of it, because I always say, like, what do you learn off of success? Not too much. You only learn so much off of failure. So why be scared, scared of yeah. it, you know? Because after failure, it's just what you do to overcome that and become a better person yeah. and do better next time, so. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, for sure. What does love mean to you? 
love this is a great question i i talk about love all the I time i feel like people. you would like this question i just had a, I just had a <laughs> hey, feeling hey but no the, literally i say to everybody the most important thing whatever it is just loving one another and and like because like you think about it we love so many different things whether it's an item a person it literally just takes over our world and it's the most important thing and it's always good to have positive love because you can have negative love too you know like mm -hmm. you can have love, love for like a bad drug or whatever it is it just love completely takes us over and makes us feel the way we do and um it's just so important to to love one another for the better and and stay positive and because that's what we need more of in this yeah. world love and hope <laughs> yeah amen <laughs> Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Wow, that's a deep question. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really just want to make a mark on this, this planet somehow, whether it's through my music, whether it's through my speech, whether it's through just little things like treating people nicely, because that can go a long way. Um, like me telling you your glasses are awesome. Like, you're going to think your glasses are, like, even more awesome now. You're going to wear them all the time. It's just, like, little things yeah. that can make people happy. And um, anyone can make a, their mark on this world just by doing that, you know, just for caring and loving one another. But, I mean, it would be great to go down as a, a legend, a legendary artist, you know. Yeah. Because I want to speak these these things through my music and through the emotions and whatnot, so. Yeah, I love This is so awesome. You like this? Yeah. I know, I love this. <laughs> I'm Devin Hayes. Thanks for watching Sidewalk Talks. Um, make sure you go follow my social media at Devin Hayes. Also, go check out my new song called Best Mistake. I'd really appreciate it. And keep spreading the love. And I don't know. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>